Hello and welcome to You'll Probably Agree. Today we have Anna Rose from Plug. From Wisconsin. And what's the name of your podcast? Oh, I have my own podcast. It's called The Morning After Girls. You can find that on iTunes. Excellent. We have Rob Stevens, who's a stand-up comedian. And we have Andy Clace, who is, uh, what do you, do you have anything to plug? Um, well, first I have to plug my first name, Alex Clace. It's Andy. <laughs> it's Andy. Alex. It's Andy from now on. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can plug. find me, Alex Clace, on uh, the Silence of the Limbs podcast on iTunes. Excellent, excellent. Well, today we are going to be talking a little bit about Star Wars as we are I'm having a little bit of an anniversary of my George Lucas video yes. where I talked a little bit about uh, we, I thought fans were a little too hard on George Lucas. And now that this whole Star Wars thing has happened, it's regular now, it's coming out every year, and we have The Force Awakens uh, uh, in the theaters since... December 18th of last year. Now, December 18th of this year, we have Rogue One. And then December 18th of next year, we're going to have Episode 8. My family's made it a Christmas tradition now to go see these movies yeah. on Christmas. <laughs> That's the best part about December release. Yes. <laughs> Disney claimed it wasn't intentional, but it is. It's it's a Christmas musical. Yeah. I, I think. see it with my dad as well every <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. And they're going to be coming out for like 15 more years every single christmas right now yeah but now that disney acquired uh star wars and that the force awakens has been out for a while uh i'll let you guys go first before me but i was wondering what do you guys do you guys how do you guys think the force awakens will be seen in the eyes of history uh in terms of uh how star wars is culturally significant now with how it's sort of an annualized franchise mm -hmm. and also how uh it maybe went in a different direction after kind of being through some tough times with the yeah. prequels and if it's still not up to the level it is and you know if the, what the sequels will do hopefully and how people will embrace it what, yeah. are, what are your thoughts on that well i know definitely when i first saw force awaken i felt like i was cheating on the original series like the first uh opening sequence happened the theme music played and like immediately I'm excited, like sexually excited in the theater. <laughs> like I couldn't believe that I was in the theater watching Star Wars come out. Um, but then as the movie kept playing, I was like, oh my gosh, I think I'm cheating on the original series. I'm so uncomfortable. And it was really hard to focus and feel all the things I was feeling. Um, but then the second time and then the third time I went and saw it. And I'm not going to lie, I saw it in seven. I saw it seven times in the theaters. Because the more comfortable I got, the more I loved it. And then you start to see all the similarities it had with A New Hope, right? And some people were upset about that. Like, no, why would you recreate the same movie? Um, I personally think they needed to do that because Disney took over and it's going to have a different feel. And to carry in these veteran fans, you needed to have those similarities. Um, but with that being said, they chose a whole new direction when they decided to have a female heroine, first of all. Um, Rey is essentially the Luke Skywalker of the new series. And, you know, feminism is like roaring out loud now and everybody's looking for a, a female hero and not a damsel in distress. And I think Disney especially is really trying to take that and carry it away with these new princess movies coming out and yeah. having them, yeah, no longer being 
the damsel in distress, they're saving themselves, and the prince just happens to be there. Yeah, you have so, Moana. Yeah. You have the one uh, that was sort of a derivation of Rapunzel, but Absolutely. she's... Uh, uh, she was like Irish or Scottish or something, and she uh, was kicking a lot of ass. Uh-huh. What was the uh-huh. name of that film? Does anybody know it? Are you, are you talking, talking about, about like, like Brave and yeah. Tangled? Are you talking <laughs> about Brave? It's a combination of those two you yeah, have. I mean, definitely like <laughs> all that. So they took it with Ray. They made Leia a Disney princess, all of these things, stepping forward. And you know what? We also had, like, uh, you know, we have an Afri- African-American stormtrooper, and, like, all these things were going to carry the film. And you have the loved characters pulled back into it um but they're also tied into a different direction especially with leia you know like people are giving that actress a lot of flack for being older and not thin and all that stuff and it's superhuman to age so i think disney tied all those things into a movie that's gonna speak volumes years later right Excellent, excellent. Just gave it a new image. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I sort of have a different opinion on that. <laughs> well, you're uh, wrong. So. I lo- you're wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I, I really liked it. Like, I bought the Blu-ray for a stay and everything. But my I th- how I think people will view it in the future looking back, um, if a kid's watching it from he's his dad sitting him down, showing him the prequels for some reason, and then uh, the originals, and then these next ones. We don't know what eight and nine are going to be like. There's still a chance they could be shit, but I... Uh, seven was pretty okay. Like, good. No, pretty good. I'll say pretty good. Um, but I felt like it was a little too sitcom for me. It felt like um, they're... Especially seeing it with an audience who sort of gave off the sitcom vibe... Like, when they're showing R2-D2 and they take it off and everyone's like, yeah. Like, it felt uh-huh. like a sitcom thing. And uh-huh. it felt like there were a lot of, like, Kramer entrances with a lot of different characters. <laughs> the, where yeah, Harrison Ford coming through the ship, C-3PO's <laughs> head peeking into and the And we brain. needed that yeah. well, because mind, we haven't seen these characters in theaters for so long. Keep in mind, it is a soap opera, too. You y- know? Yeah. No, I understand that. I still... It's I still think I it's great, but if you're watching all these movies in order, you just watched uh, Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. and so those moments won't be as strong as it was for us seeing it in theaters after not seeing those characters for so long. So I don't know how that that might affect the viewing of someone's first time seeing it a little bit, um, but overall, I think Seven will be looked upon as like one of the better ones, but um, yeah. like definitely over the prequels. Um, because it's a very well-directed, put-together film, mm-hmm. and it keeps it in the spirit of Star Wars. I never felt like, oh, like maybe when the two gangs are fighting on the Millennium Falcon, <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh no, like is this gonna be <laughs> the the, the tone of it? Hard scene. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that felt like that felt more <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy than it yeah, did Star Wars. Yeah. But um, I think it will be looked upon as like, yeah, that's one of the oh. good ones. Like, yeah. and it's in the middle. I feel like. Eight and nine is when things are going to ramp up. We don't have to introduce characters, mm-hmm. and we just get to see these characters interact. Mm-hmm. And these characters, are, I think, have potential to be some of the best characters in the whole series. Right, right. Excellent. Where are we time-wise? Did your timer go off? or We have four minutes. Oh, okay. Okay, great. All right. Um, so I was going to say that I saw it in IMAX at Navy Pier, and I, was, I had the sitcom audience, as you were saying. But, like, when, like, the Star Wars and the bands it came up and everyone's I like I definitely cried a little bit because yeah. it was like it was a big I wasn't sexually excited <laughs> but I definitely got like pretty emotional about the, the first <laughs> oh man I think it was uh seeing uh straight out of Compton and it was the first time I had seen the trailer on like with 
like great speakers and on like a huge screen i was like holy shit and yeah i did tear up a little mm -hmm. and they did like because you can say like i think a lot of the reveals they did kind of get like yeah i see what you're doing now but like the way the i mean just the way they handled the reveal of the falcon is they like, literally pulled a tarp off of r2d2 yeah they did the, yeah i remember i saw the movie but like the handling of the falcon again that was just another moment where everyone clapped and it just felt super deserved in the moment and like the other ones yeah yeah, yeah like, the little call call bag where they say that ship is garbage yeah. just like when luke said what a piece of junk and yeah. then they pan over mm -hmm. with this big heroic da -da 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 I feel like that, really? that one was deserved. Yeah, wouldn't you be disappointed, though, if those moments weren't in the movie? You'd be no, like, ah, I, fuck, this isn't Star There was Wars. a lot of they, kind of, like, sitcom laughs. They did do. And the, but the, and the jokes landed. It almost felt farcical to a certain point. Yeah. But when they yeah, reused them before, when they reused those, like, lines That's before. That's not how the force works. <laughs> okay, that was, the, great, like, though. the best line in yeah, the movie. It was pretty <laughs> funny, yeah, yeah. Um, but You're cold. Yeah. Oh, you think you're cold? <laughs> But um, well, Han in the original series is a sarcastic ladies' man, and so I think he needed to transition into like the sour old guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, he like, needed I'm some too change. Old for this shit. It was like, like a grumpier you know? old men situation. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He can't be a player anymore. That's disgusting. But he had to be the grumpy. Like I've done this before. <laughs> he was like the. Continue. He was like yeah. they were like trying to redo the Obi Wan mentorship, but mm -hmm. like he, he was doing it shittily. Is that a word? <laughs> but that's what you'd expect. No, no, I know. I meant that, like, I like how they, country. I liked how it was sort of like a revamp of the whole, like, mentorship of Obi-Wan, but it was, like, Han Solo being like, I don't know, like, do this or something. That's so Han, right? Um, yeah. But I sort of saw this as, like, a sitcom, like I was saying, and um, I, the prequels did do this well. I know... They didn't do many things well, but one thing they did do well <laughs> is they like them. they called back. It's not like being a Trump supporter. Oh, I don't <laughs> hate them. <laughs> no, when they came out, I was in grades elementary school, and I didn't. I loved them. I didn't like. I don't think it was bad. I just think like it won't be seen with the same in the context of yeah. us not seeing those characters for twenty years. It's not going to be the same for a kid like sure. in ten years when he's rewatching all of these. Yeah, yeah. Sort I of like how you don't think it's a big deal when Luke. Like takes his hood off in. I think that was a smart in Jedi. Reveal. No, in Jedi. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, because yeah. you just watch Empire and you watch Jedi. I assume in the context of like the two years between the movies, sure. uh, Luke being revealed in Jabba's palace was like, oh shit. But like rewatching it now in order, you're like, oh, okay, there's Luke. Like, come on, like oh, save him. I don't think that because the original series definitely is a soap opera vibe, and so that was. I mean, it was kind of a quiet reveal, but. I, I think it had that hype because it's still a different. Uh, they took like five years in between each of those films. Yeah. Like with yeah. the originals, you know, because it, they, it required a lot more effort. Now, now you got, now you got CGI. And like Luke's reveal at the end too, where he's like, Hey, what's up? It's Luke. Like you he turns around. Yeah. The oh, new but one. the new one, it worked. It was That's so, so emotional. Smart. Yeah. No. If he said anything, I think the emotion wouldn't have been there. Yeah. You would have been too strung up on any words he said. Like, cause if he said I one am, word, everyone would have been like, why did he use that line? Yeah. It wasn't good. Yeah, I am glad. It was the easiest money like Mark Hamill ever made though. That was still. so smart. I am glad he didn't turn around and be like, I'm your father. Like that would <laughs> Well, well and who know who knows what's gonna happen. According yeah. to the so. dumb leaks, she's a reincarnation of Anakin Skywalker. And she says, How could you abandon me? You are my father. And he goes, No, you're my father. Well, she's his father. Dude, I if yeah, that if those dumb. exact lines are in the movie, Question I'll be mark? I'll be a little upset. That's yeah. turning the Ryan no. Johnson, you didn't fucking do that, did you? 
I mean, <laughs> I think that's like you got to just go with it. She's his dad now. <laughs> oh I mean, you, what are you gonna say? No, they're gonna keep <laughs> making them. Yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. That's Luke, just I don't know. But who that was that my biggest problem. Like, I loved Force Awakens, but oh yeah, don't get me wrong, when, I loved it. Yeah, and so I have so many good things to say about it, like the reveal of the Falcon and the first time I saw the Star Wars logo come up. Yeah. But the hyperdrive <laughs> and stopping on a dime inside the planet. <laughs> It's like, no, you don't do that. Hyperdrive doesn't work that way. <laughs> that was the laziest out. They just wrote themselves into a corner and they're like, hyperdrive? That's not how they the did it works. <laughs> Two times in the movie, they were just like, hyperdrive? Wait, what was the other side? Sure. They hyperdrived out of the fucking cargo bay, which would have destroyed oh, everything. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That would have destroyed oh. everything. And then yeah. like they can pass through a planetary shield because they're in hyperdrive. But then yeah. they can pull out of it, but they're going to hit some trees. I mean, luckily, like, the no. scientific inaccuracies lets you get away with a lot in Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, you just you know? have to embrace it. I'm like all the flippy jumps away. and the prequels yeah. and how like Jedi all of a sudden, like they do these beautifully choreographed lightsaber fights because they're actually in their prime now. And oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Well, oh, I know. Watching the prequels and seeing all these epic lightsaber battles and then traveling back to the original films. And like you think back to Obi-Wan and Darth Vader, right? Well, I they're just touching that. sticks. Yeah, I remember well, that Like literally, this is one of Obi-Wan's moves. Battle. Well, no, do you hear? Exactly. It they was have two hands and they're just like, they like poke at each other. And I'm was, like, yeah. I remember this being epic. And it was the yeah. first lightsaber. And like George Lucas was like, at the beginning he was like they're heavy <laughs> that's why and then later on he was like it would look so much more badass if they could flip them around but that first one they were like no they're like big broadswords mm -hmm. and, and you, so that's why it was just this i remember yeah. watching like it the technology goes backwards since they fil they filmed them and with the new <laughs> one they kind of did a callback where like they it wasn't like this beautifully Oh, one and a two and uh -huh. a three and a four. It wasn't like a dance. It was the people that it didn't know how to use them. It was just them just fucking, like, swinging yeah. like shit at each other. Like, oh, fuck, fuck this tree. <laughs> 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 I remember, um, what is it? I had seen Empire first, and then I saw, when I was, like, a little kid, and then I saw A New Hope, and I remember being like, oh, they're about to fight, and then it's like, <laughs> and they hype them up in the beginning of the movie. They're like, these knights of like good and or yeah, whatever yeah, when he's right. talking to Luke yeah. and everything and then they get into it and it's, he's like he was my pupil and I'm like shit's about to get real. So you yeah. like the Force Awakens, Andy? Or, or uh, uh, fuck Alex. Alex. Um, <laughs> Insert white boy name here. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I liked Force Awakens. Yeah. I there are so many. I'm just nitpicking, honestly. Yeah. Like and seeing how people will view it. Like in I the don't future. My hyperdrive comment a nitpick at all. <laughs> and like also there's that thing where if they you know when they land in Maz Kanata's bar and everything yeah. if the Republic base or whatever was visible like they, they see it blow see up thing like by? why didn't they just go yeah. there uh, yeah. that that whole scene is a little too convenient for me and like the lightsaber just happens to be there like I get emotional every single time I watch it still when in the end she pulls the lightsaber out oh, of the yeah. snow and, and the George, music starts uh, playing yeah. every time i still get the same mm -hmm. chills oh yeah well what about the part where like she grabs the lightsaber and all of a sudden has these visions like how do we feel about that well they're gonna <laughs> explain a lot of that in the next one they have to because yeah. my first thought was like mm, little elder wand in there like a little harry potter they had uh they actually did film an explanation of it i okay. think and then they just like decided to leave it in for the next film 
Okay. I do like that there were a lot of unanswered questions. There were a lot of unanswered questions. A lot. I think that was another (laughs) thing that made me feel so uneasy the first time I watched it is because there was so much thrown at us. There were a lot of unanswered questions. And to me, I was like, "Uh, that was so crazy. And then the more I watched it, I was like, no, wait, relax. It actually does tie together. There's more movies coming. Yeah. Calm down. It's that first one was like half of it was like, look at all these things you remember. And then only the other half was like new things. So yeah. by the end, it was like, okay, like a half hour of new things. And then. Well, and exactly. I think like the second half was like old things. New half. Uh, the first half was uh, new things. Like sprinkled yeah. throughout. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And so then especially that's, I think, another smart thing about revealing Luke then is that they talk about him the whole movie and you couldn't just have him be a part of the movie. You just had to reveal him at the end. And then again, say nothing. Everything yeah. was said for him. I am glad. Nothing. I am glad he said it nothing. Was, I just went, yo, yo, yo. What planet have you been on? But really, that was that was like a really emotional mo- moment. And then it yeah. pans out. And the music's like, brilliant oh in it. You know, like, like the score of Force Awakens See, is probably the weakest Star Wars score. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. It was, it was the weakest Star Wars score. But man, when you heard that. What did you guys think? I was like, wow, what a perfect ending. And then they did like a Fast and the Furious helicopter shot. I yeah. I was like, I liked I was, it. Oh, jeez. I was like, that's not <laughs> Star that Wars. That was one moment. I'm like, okay, maybe oh. we need a little And then they CG. drove a Camaro <laughs> out of an airliner. And I was Whatever. like, Luke, you need to get back in the team, Dom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could literally just say the first AD like, okay, do we have the shot? And you know. What did you want it to be? Flow like, right as playing. straight pan out? Like, I think it needed to be a pan out, right? Because you're still thinking about it. You can't just cut off. It I still want to Stare at it. So, yeah. I don't know. I do we think I was that the it. first ever helicopter my shot head, in a Star my Wars head movie? Was I think so. so. The camera yeah. needed to do it too. I think. I was like, uh, oh my god. We never got Rob Stevens' thoughts on Star because Wars: Force Awakens. Yeah, <laughs> and I said so no st- interrupting. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rob. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No, I I liked it a lot. Um, like I said, I had like just little dumb nitpicks that I just felt like from a writing standpoint, they should have, there could have been better explanations, but right. overall the, the execution of it was people are going to like it. I think in the future, looking back on it, these are going to be people's three favorite. Because when you look back at the originals now, not the particularly originals, it's like, yeah. I remember them as a child and being like, this is amazing. Now looking back at it, it's like, I think the death part, death, death, Death Star is mostly, yeah, the ball. It's not a moon. It's like mostly cardboard sets looking back at it now. They didn't have them. Like, yeah. So in the future, when they're used to all this technology, these three movies are going to be people's favorites, I mm. think. And it's just going to be up to us to we be like, no, but these effects. ones were good too. Like they inform yeah. what your favorite movies are. Right. You know, So you have to have respect for, I think, the originals. But these will be people's favorites, I right. think. Do you think it built upon Star Wars or do you think? Uh, how do you think people will see it like when all these other new films oh, I just loved like like I was going to say the little changes they had to like the Millennium Falcon now the radar dish is a rectangle right and like the X-Wings it's not two wings it's like one wing that comes out they just did these little things and I think all of it was so smart and I look forward there's an A-Wing in the next one mm-hmm. which I saw like I don't I guess that's a little bit of a spoiler Rogue One or uh, no in shit. 8 in 8 they oh. like they there's this Drop Instagram photo there's an Instagram photo of I think Prince Harry sitting in a eight wing. Oh, because <laughs> they were you know, they, damn it, Prince Harry you just gave away a spoiler. <laughs> I think he's Ray's father, but no, because you know the <laughs> shit. So exactly, he buys his way into the movie. Right. God, that son of a bitch. Like, no, it's 
she's Anakin. It's like, mm-mm, no. You can't. I'm, like, I kind of run this country. You're going to put me in the movie, <laughs> and I'm going to be your dad. <laughs> so you like how it kind of was a callback to the original Star Wars and... Absolutely, yeah. and they did enough new things to, like, not everything, like, just changing the shape of the radar dish isn't a big deal, but right. it's, like, right. it's just a little thumbprint that they were able to put on it, and yeah, I really like the movie. Yeah. yeah. My thoughts on The Force Awakens uh, is a little complicated. <laughs> All right, so for a soft reboot, The Force Awakens was good, and... I just want to say, people gave me a lot of shit when I liked that film because I made this whole video saying how I felt bad for George Lucas and this and that and the yeah. other, and somehow it got misinterpreted to me saying... So that meant you had to not like it? Yeah, it, it got misinterpreted to me saying that I liked the prequels. So, you know, immediately the first line of my review was me slamming my fists against the table and saying, it was fucking awesome! Because <laughs> <laughs> at that point... The prequels. Yeah, uh, no, the, the new <laughs> Sorry, yeah. All right. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, at that point, this is when The Force Awakens first came out. We all kind of had a little bit of the member berries. If anybody watches South Park, they get that reference. Uh, I remember. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> you know, we all, uh, you know, we all kind of were happy to finally see a Star Wars film that was actually like Star Wars. And then it kind of wore off, and then people started to realize it was very, 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 very similar to A New Hope. Yeah, exactly. Which was something I did point out in my review, but I guess, like, it was only for a few seconds with, like, a bullet point of all the similarities on screen. Um, but essentially, I thought it was a good soft reboot where it introduced the old characters to a new generation of Star Wars fans in an appropriate manner. It was okay if it kind of had that uh, to pick up from what Alex said, that sitcom-y sort of element where C-3PO's popping in the screen yeah. or panning over the Millennium Falcon with heroic music. Uh, Harrison mm -hmm. Ford is coming through the door as it's opening up. Uh, but, you know, it was a fan film made from a fan, you know, someone who made Star Trek but who was really a Star Wars fan. I think yeah. that shows for sure. Yeah. And they hired J.J. Abrams because he is, you know, against what he wanted to be, the sequel guy. He is the guy who makes the reboots. He, he, he kind of semi-rebooted Mission Impossible. He uh, uh, rebooted Star Trek, Star Trek sure. by making it like Star Wars. Ha ha, so <laughs> Star Trek says, no, I, um, I really have nothing against Star Trek. I, I, I just, I don't stop my thing. Um... And then, you know, he rebooted Star Wars itself. And hope and the the way I see it is, you know, although The Force Awakens was a great soft reboot, I also think it had two bars that it had to fill. A very high bar and a very low bar. <laughs> the low bar is it just unlike the prequels, had to have convincing performances. You know, acting that isn't wooden without stilted dialogue. And it always annoys me when people say, well, you know, the prequels, the uh, the dialogue and the acting weren't that good. But but nothing. Bad yeah. dialogue and bad acting is going to take you out of a fucking movie. That's it's literally I, what I, a movie is. I hate Sam's, yeah. right? I, I hate Sam's. Yeah, <laughs> and then he's giving that like creepy fucking Sam. feel across her back. And, you know, it's or just like, like if, are you an angel? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you should see the audition tapes for the Anakin Skywalkers that are nine, by the way. There's a great documentary on 
um, the DVD of Phantom Menace, where it's just like fly on the wall documentary style Casting footage. Couch. Yeah, it was literally like you just watch. You could just see how George Lucas just kind of didn't give a shit, you know. Mm. And here's the thing: um, the 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 uh, uh, before I lose track of my thoughts here, you know, the low bar was is that unlike the prequels, which had flat uh, acting. Flat dialogue, flat camera work, you know, where it was literally uh, just a wide shot with two reversals, you know, just like the way we're filming now. Like, that's how they filmed the whole movie. And when you don't care about the characters, when Anakin Skywalker becomes Darth Vader, instead of being heartbroken, you're just like, well, finally, the little fuckers like in the suit. You know, and then there's just a multitude of eye-rolling moments. You know, it doesn't it doesn't make for a good episode three, and they weren't very competently, very well directed films. Well, wow. I also see the thing is like those movies have, like Ewan McGregor and Liam Neeson <laughs> and Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen. Lovely. Yeah, where is that dude right now? It's like they filled the movie with incredible actors, and yeah. then the one that had to do the most work is the one that was. He's not. Yeah, he got now. very. He got very angsty teenager towards Obi Wan. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's like blame. I hate you, Dad. Blame <laughs> the script all, all you, you want. Blame <laughs> the script all you want. Saying, "Well, it was a bad script. He had nothing to work with." It's like, well, you and McGregor still worked with something. Yeah. Ian McDermott, who played the Emperor, you know, played uh, Senator Palpatine. Samuel Jackson. I don't know? think he understands emotions because if you've ever seen him in an interview, he's just like, yeah, like he's a bored child. He, like, he doesn't give a shit about Star yeah. Wars even. Like in the fucking <laughs> interviews, he was like, yeah. Was great. Well, he knows like, they hated it, yeah. so he had to like he's trying to distance himself. It's like, no, so why I are you acting shitty like at the time? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he was good in like a movie like Shattered Glass, where it was like actually catered towards him because he just had to play like kind of a uh, uh, you know an annoying little shit. So you well, know, so I think it it's the Kevin Smith line. It's like I'm hating Christensen. My wooden acting is ruining these movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I believed he was a jumper though. Um, yeah. a jumper, though. that's a TV show now. Oh, what? oh wow! Yeah, they, it was like Amazing. a book, and then they made it to a shitty movie. And like, <laughs> but to get back on track, uh, no, you're good. <laughs> How dare you? Um, right. Like the, 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 you know, these were just basic standards that the new film had to accomplish. We had to have something with energy, with spirit, with excitement, and it did that. You know, and I we felt so. excited when we saw that film. We're like, oh man, this is like what they gave the fans what they wanted. But on the other side of that coin. <laughs> It was how many years since Return of the Jedi? When did it return to the, in the 1980s? I'm going to say... Like, was it like 81, 82? 83. I 83. Oh. So how many years would that be now? And since then? It, yeah. That'd be 26 Thir years. Oh, from today? It was like 32. 32 years? Imagine that, that much like time, okay? <laughs> you know, you're waiting close to maybe 30 years. All right, you're always wondering what happened in these characters. What happened in the story? Yes, there's the expanded universe, but for people who aren't diehard fans, they don't know about the expanded universe. You know, that's why they kind of toss it out because you know if you're giving screenplay to somebody, they're not gonna, uh, you know, they're gonna have a lot to have to shift through and all that. But if you're having that that many years of anticipation, and then the follow up to Return of the Jedi is just a soft reboot. The movie failed miserably on that account because it wasn't Too much time passed. Though. Yeah, 
it if would, you did it right, because I think originally George Lucas was going to do... Yeah, speak was, more in a microphone. He was going to do the middle, and then the end, and then go back to the beginning, I think. I want to say. He never really thought the stuff out. I, thought, I mean, yeah, didn't, <laughs> but, didn't the first Star Wars come out, and well, episode four come out, and like he didn't intend on continuing the story? He didn't, no. So yeah, he, that's why you had all that weird tension between Luke and Leia and like all that stuff. So yeah. he really didn't, I don't, he really didn't plan on anything. He had whole movies like cons- uh, that were going to be about 3PO and R2. Yeah. You know, like he didn't really think this through. Right. But like when you're talking about a true continuation, it was just a repeat of A New Hope, and that's where I, I could see. Where so. the frustration from a lot of fans comes in, you know, because it's like, okay, you know, if this was going to be a true continuation of the story, it should feel like that. Like, why is there still, uh, uh, why is the First Order still around? Why is there resistance? What are they resisting if, you know, the Republic took over? Uh, wh- you know, why, you know, why aren't we having this magnificent masterpiece? Well, the answer is because, uh, Michael Arndt, who wrote Toy Story 3 <laughs> and also wrote Little Miss Sunshine, which is a wonderful film, an Academy Award winning screenwriter, by the way. You see it in the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has, like, he has, he said, he has, it is, it's on the extra features of the Blu-ray if you want to see it. He, would, he said it took him about, like, it would take him about two years to write that film. And, you know... Uh, basically, Disney told him, we don't have that kind of time. Right. If I remember, it's Kathleen Kennedy directly who says on camera, they don't have that kind of time. So they get Lawrence Castain, uh, who wrote The Empire Strikes Back, the best Star Wars movie ever. And they uh, grab J.J., and in only six months, they had to reconstruct a screenplay, make a Star Wars film, and in the little amount of time that they did, they did a wonderful job. A wonderful, this is how you do a soft reboot, but uh, for however long it was between Return of the Jedi or now, kind of a disappointing I'm say sequel. Forty-two years now. I've been thinking about it <laughs> since I gave thirty-two earlier. I'm gonna say forty-two. It made fans excited. It made um, uh, me excited, and it, it was like maybe a little too much like a New Hope. But who cares? You know, it was a film that kickstarted the engine exactly. to steer it in the right direction, and hopefully, Ryan Johnson who's known for Brick, who's known for Looper, who makes very different kind of outside-of-the-box films, will make something different with yeah. episode eight. Well, he's definitely like every – like even – have you ever seen Brothers Bloom? Yeah. Those are like Adrian Brody and Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. And like that was just like some – I had never seen a movie like that. It was like it was a movie by an auteur. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it, the knowledge that he's then going to take that ability and apply it to Star Wars – Yeah. I think it's really exciting because I love Looper and Brick was okay, but like Brothers Bloom and Looper were just such great movies that he like did this world so well and yeah, that's what I'm hoping it won't do is I hope they don't make Episode Eight like The Empire Strikes Back 2.0. What I'm hoping with Episode Eight is that it's not just uh, you know The Empire Strikes Back yeah, 2.0. Yeah. yeah. J.J. J. Abrams is sort of like a, oh, I'll listen to you sort of director, I think. Like, that's the sort of vibe he gives off is that he follows the rules. That's why Hollywood likes him and they yeah. trust him with big pictures like this. Ryan Johnson doesn't feel like that. I think he's a big risk taker. But I feel like Trevorrow, who's coming, is that, that's the... Colin Trevorrow, yeah, I'm not excited he, about him. He's going to be the Richard Marquand of, of Star Wars. If you don't know who Richard Marquand is, he directed Return of the Jedi 
And pretty much, you know, Return of the Jedi was okay, but it felt like more of the same in a little bit of I a way. I think that's exactly what's going to happen with Trevorrow. That's what I'm worried about. Of his own, he like Jurassic Park wasn't his movie. Jurassic All, World, yeah. Jurassic World, but yeah. And there was that first that time traveling movie that was his, and it was like a really indie, and that's what got him Jurassic World. Yeah, it was a good movie, but Jurassic World wasn't his movie. I don't think whatever the last movie is going to be is going to be his movie. I don't think, yeah, I don't think it's going to be the way that Ryan Johnson's movie is going to be his movie. I mean, luckily I think Ryan Johnson is writing episode nine, but yeah. So that gives me some hope, a new hope, if you will. (laughs) Uh, Good pull. Yeah. But, uh, you know, on a soft reboot level, that's what I think of the eyes of history. If episode eight is different than, uh, uh, what episode seven did where it's not just oh this one's darker and it's gonna be like empire like you know we're gonna have uh uh finn and poe go off into some city like planet <laughs> and then someone's gonna stab him in the back and then there's gonna be a plot twist in the end and then you know ray's gonna get impatient with luke you know and then she's well, gonna have to go off and save her friends like hopefully that won't happen when you think about it force awakened ended like empire ended like a new hope ended and it was like that yeah. could be the last one ever. Force Awakens, that can't be the last one ever. Yeah, it was so I don't a think Empire isn't going to do the Huge. same. Or I'm sorry, Re- Ryan Johnson's isn't going to do the same thing that Empire did. Because right. they just they already. Well, did Empire it. ended on like a sour note, where Force Awakens is like they won. Like that's true. Things are ramping up, and uh, and now where do we go from here? Like yeah. it's a little. It was a little. Uh, uh, ended on a little bit of a curious note, and mm-hmm. uh, but I will have to say it that. You know, also, there's so much weight connected to episode seven because you had sort of the, this bad taste of the prequels that w- was still in everybody's mouth. You yeah. know, they still aren't. I'm sorry to say, but, you know, like, sure. The one thing the prequels did that I really liked was that they did try to do something original, mm-hmm. something that the new films or the new film, I should say, didn't do. You know, I don't know what they're going to do with World one yet because uh, I haven't seen it. By the time this video comes out, I'll see it. But. Uh, what what um, Force Awakens did is it gave us something that was very familiar, you know, and because it gave us something that was very familiar, that's okay because that's what we wanted. We yeah. we want Johnson to give us something that isn't, and if it doesn't do that, it's going to be uh, viewed as a failure. Yeah, it know? just has to move on. Now. Yeah, it has to just keep yeah. going with the new story now. Yeah, exactly. I think Force Awakens was a great starting off point though, because the stuff that was different from the usual Star Wars was like. I want to see Kylo Ren's arc so badly. Yeah. Like, that is, he is the most interesting new character. Um, he, unless Ray is Anakin or whatever. Or we find out, like, Boyega has <laughs> powers. Or, like, it turns yeah. out he is a Jedi or something. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, like, we want something we don't see. Kylo Ren is such an interesting character. Like, I'm. Yeah. S- you see all the complex. He He's Anakin done right. Yes. You know? Yes, that's exactly it. That's exactly it, because he's having all the emotion that we wanted to see with Anakin. Like, you know, to emphasize again, yeah. Anakin just became really whiny, and Kylo has all these true emotions. Kylo doesn't say shit about sand. <laughs> yeah. We never find his opinion on sand, That's and I'm better like off most, for it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like it that way anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but here's the other side of the spectrum. Uh, Return of the Jedi came out in, like, 1983, I think. Should have figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like if 43 we do, years, what 
Is it 43? Venus Price is right this thing. Like, <laughs> 32. Does anybody know? Can anybody do math? Oh, no, 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 no. You can't check till everyone says. I'm going with 42. Um, <laughs> it's not 42. Um, Ooh, 41. I'm underbidding you. But, it, okay, it hasn't been that long, okay? I'm, I, I was born in 1985, so. Uh, right. 31? No, 30 years. Well, it came out in 1983, so... Oh, so... 31 like minus 32. 32. It was a long, long time ago, though. Well, not 32 <laughs> years. Uh, yes, but a long, long time ago. Let's go with that. And Perfect. a galaxy... Um, But <laughs> if it's been that long, and The Force Awakens, instead of truly continuing the story, you know, and subsequently tossing out the expanded universe, which is something we should address... It tossed out the expanded universe, but at the same time, you know, as a screenwriter, you kind of had to because it's so they much did too to much. go through. And as, as someone who has read a lot of the extended universe, there was some bullshit in there. Like, so yeah. there that. was like a few things that's like, oh, like Luke's wife and or stuff. Or the Yuzan Vong. I think I'm saying that right. Have yes. you heard of that one? That's the zombies, like zombies coming to Star Wars. Yeah, no, that's the, I was talking with Mike before. Yeah, 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 about the that zombies. One. They're called, I think I think I'm butchering the name a little bit, but it's like, they're zombies. Dude, I, in, I was 14 when that came out. I was like, I'm so pumped for this. And then I read it, I'm like, this is shit. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But there's, they're, they're able to pick certain, because like Thrawn is coming back to Rebels. Oh, they okay. realized they had something with Thrawn. So like, oh, they're bringing Thrawn in. Okay, yeah, yeah he's yeah, coming yeah. into Rebels. Uh, for those who don't know, in the expanded universe, he's the only alien to ever be in the Empire. Yeah, I think he was an alien admiral, and he was kind of the main antagonist. And like uh, the books that the take... books that came out immediately after Return of the Jedi. Uh, he was... Yeah, and th those uh, and like Luke what finds a wife them? in them, and it's pretty inc pretty incredible. They were called like the Glove Chronicles, or. Something like that line. Something glove. Yeah. 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 But if the uh, but I understand why they tossed out the expanded universe. You know, you, that's a lot to cover for a screenwriter. So what do you guys? What do you guys think the the uh, new films have to do for Force Awakens to be viewed in a positive light? Do you think that Episode Eight needs to be a good film, or does it need to, like, uh, not a good film? That's too general. It needs what? to like. Does it have to be? Do you think they can make it Empire Two Point or does it have to be something totally fucking it different? It needs to be totally totally fucking different. yeah because we want that it's yeah. gonna get compared hard there's no way people aren't going to compare it to empire and it's, that's an unfair comparison because that's one of yeah. the greatest films of all time and one of the greatest sequels of all time i don't know one of the greatest films but one of the greatest sequels of there, all time. yeah there you go and yeah. i mean it is unfair but it is going to get compared to it so yeah. they need to amp this shit up yeah well, especially with, I mean, yeah, we we already kind of talked about the technology we have on hand now, so people really want it to take off. Yeah. Like, show us something epic, because that wasn't available when Star Wars was first coming as out. As long as it's valuable to the plot line. Exactly. Don't just yeah. throw a bunch of special effects and battle scenes in there for no point. The Clone Wars, the, yeah. the most casualty-less yeah. war ever. Jesus. Also, I want some answers in this. If I, I hope they we don't sort of bring the mystery through the whole movie, and then in the end they're like, Maybe Ray is Anakin. Oh, I, hope, God. I hope it's not a just a thought. second yeah. movie of mysteries adding on. Like, I hope they answer something. Yeah, I mean, I, I really do hope that. I mean, I think one thing they really need to do is like the central plot point of that film is to have it be like, why is why are things this way? Yeah. Why is there a resistance? Yeah. Why? They how did the did. Force Order? Like, yeah, but if it's the comics and shit, nobody cares. It has to be in the but movies. It, no, no, I mean, like, 
that's like all the non-canonical things now are like the reason I'm into it. And they've written, they've started writing books that explain the resistance in the first order. Leia has her own book. Han has his own book. But that's it. That but for the general audience, yeah, they need to know like this stuff. Like C-3PO's red arm, you, the canon for how it happened is in the Lego Star Wars games. Oh my <laughs> like God. Like they were given the rights to choose how that happened. All right, all right that's terrible. But <laughs> the stuff God. I'm talking about, like the novels, they have interesting things in them. I've read, there's two of them. The third one's coming out in January. And the first two that came out, they answered a lot of questions. I just don't me. feel like you can assume that. Like, I haven't read them. So, like, you can't just assume that everybody's going to and then carry on with the movies. You have to address it or. But they're so they're so small <laughs> that it doesn't become. It's just like if you really want to know exactly what goes on, you'll read the books. Well, what if you're like an eight year old kid? Well, then fuck you. Well, no, yeah, <laughs> fuck you. That's the fuck point, you, eight-year-old kids. They have yeah. to be insignificant enough where it's just you have to truly be curious. Don't don't yeah. assume people are going to know stuff in the next movie. I think that's what we're saying. But I think they did exactly. a good job. Is like, do we need to know why the arm's red? No. Do no, we, yeah, that's we, not we important. we need to know why yeah. she's a general? But we, need, no. but but we do need to know like why the resistance of the First that's Order existed. And why, 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 what the fuck are they resisting? You beat the empire. It's like, okay, I get it. Like b destroying a second Death Star is insignificant since the third one was the size of a fucking planet, which is why yeah, I think Rogue that's One kind of too repetitive. Yeah, me. that's why like, I think Rogue One is stupid. It's like they got the star, the the, the planets of the Death Star. Like, so what? They made fucking three of them. Yeah, like, what yeah, does it matter? yeah, exactly. Oh man, you and just, they just ruined blow Rogue them up one for me. They just no, blow. I didn't it's, think about those. Stakes. I only like that film if everyone dies in the end. I almost, yeah, I, th I think, I, I think it will. the same thing. I feel the same exact yeah. way. Other, and Gareth Edwards' Godzilla wasn't that good, so, you know. Also, <laughs> out of all the trailers, I haven't seen a single Bothan. And they're supposed to have, that's what several of them are star. supposed to second die. Star, yeah. 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 Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Many Bothan died to get the second Death Many Bothans died, and I still have anorexia. <laughs> What's the name of that? Mon Mothma? Is yeah. That what you're Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma. She's in Rogue One. Yeah, she is. The, the actress who plays her looks exactly like the. Uh, I thought they did one. like the CGI because I know Gr Tarkin uh, is in this one as well, and I don't. I think they just did the younger. They're getting CGI. really good at like youngifying people. Like, did you see the new Tron or? Uh, yeah, Tron I know. Was yeah, awful. Yeah, yeah, Tron was well, so well, bad. No, Jeff. Young, young Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Bridges looked good. No, and no. What about Robert Downey Jr. in Civil War? That was good. That, see, that, that those was were fake. like four years apart. <laughs> they figured out that technology in between because Tron was bad. Yeah, but Civil War was pretty good. Yeah, and then Westworld, they did a good job with Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Oh yeah, they they made him younger. Yeah. Oh, scenes. I didn't see that one. <laughs> Flashbacks. It's like Lost. Oh, okay. But better. Do you, do you guys <laughs> think that George Lucas gets too much shit though about the prequels? Oh yeah, I think he's like the um, it's like when a mom punishes a kid and then your brother is trying to like talk to the kid and the mom's like, no, 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 like the fans w for a while would not take anything as george lucas is kind of good though they are like no 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 he's an awful director he ruined my childhood the thing yeah is, the whole he, george lucas don't my talk to him don't interact is, with him he's uh, in timeout. yeah you know, it's like the raping my childhood it's like well you're like a 30 year old like <laughs> yeah grow the fuck up nobody forced you to watch these movies either like it's not rape forced. if you're willing yeah, yeah. There you yeah. Go. <laughs> that's a first world problem it's like I, my childhood was raped in my 30s yeah, like, yeah. Grow, up, grow up it's like know. do you still live in your parents basement like <laughs> maybe yeah, but the problem was like a lot of directors they just their best movies are like up top they they come yeah. out with all this creativity and then like towards the tail end is just not as good. And Lucas was burdened with making 
th- three of the biggest sci-fi movies in history of cinema. He's and they, bar, yeah. Yeah, and he wasn't going to get back there. I well, mean, we didn't, no. and no one thought he was going to get but, as low as he went. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, the problem yeah. is that he wouldn't take opinions from anybody else. So, like, that's just I a personal fault. Like, yeah, seriously, <laughs> that's a fault in his own. I made it. Fuck you. It's <laughs> not validation for that. But I honestly don't hate the prequels as much as a lot of people do. Yeah, I don't think they're, like, I haven't Sam. shunned them for my life. Yeah, I continue to watch them. They didn't rate my time. They came it. out for me at an age where I was just looking for stuff that was cool. I didn't give a crap about like how it fit in with the universe. I was just like, hell yeah, like Darth Maul. Well, that got, well, yeah, I named my first car after Darth Maul for <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> it was a red Mustang with black racing stripes and yellow headlights. Like, <laughs> I modeled that perfect. car after yeah. Darth Maul. But I mean, like, I mean, what you were saying is you can't you can't validate it by saying like well the acting in the script was bad but the rest of it was good like it's that's not okay yeah but like it did have really good battle scenes and stuff that you can appreciate about it and the overall story wasn't bad well it was like pre-written to be this yeah. wonderful greek tragedy exactly yeah. also, I mean, no one ever talks about pot Pod racing was pod racing awesome. Dopest, yeah. That was yeah, no one ever seen. Yeah. Sixty-four pod racing. Hell yeah. Game. Yeah, that I have that. It's actually it's so actually boring good. to play the, today, but it, it's fun. <laughs> I, yeah, it's or great. the Chuck E. Cheese thing where you were in the fucking pod. Yeah. And everything. Oh, yeah. I didn't go to Chuck E. Cheese. Isn't that what Thank they used for, for no. Jake Lloyd when he did that? I don't know. Chuck E. Cheese. I don't know. I I know. Uh, did he think he was pod racing? Got pulled over by the cops. Oh yeah, uh, you, you guys don't know. Jake about Lloyd that? got life. pulled over. Yeah, like, two years ago or something. He looks oh. so sad. Like the only photos of him like that aren't of like little blonde bowl cut him. He looks like, like a skinhead now. Oh, yeah, no. his like mugshot. You're saying? Yeah, he looked. Oh, went from young okay. Anakin. To he looks like people have been angry at him for a sixteen years. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like Edward Furlong from American History X. You know. Oh. But, <laughs> dude. The hate from fans must age him. Like, he must look like Obama. Like, you know, everyone talks about it, like, before and after. Like, him in the prequels and then him now. Like, you can tell people are shitting on him 24-7. Well, he went to – I don't think I told you guys this, but he went to my college for a period of time. I went to Columbia College, Chicago, which is like – Lanny? Little Annie went to your school? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Columbia College is like the default college for oh, anybody yeah. who just has shitty grades and just wants to study art, you know? <laughs> it's a college for artists. Yeah, now I'm a YouTuber, so see. Yeah, it's, it's not the funny. Ivy League one, yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah not Columbia University. Uh, but, yeah, like, uh, he, there was an interview with him uh, where he's, like, sitting on these bleachers, and he's like, I went to college. Like, I was picked out in high school, and then I went to college, and – Things didn't change much from there, and then I changed my major. Like he was like a, he went to college to be like a film editing major. That's got to be tough in high school because the jocks and the nerds hate you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they, That's it's true. like they just fucking, like you just be like, oh, nerds, help me out. And they're like, fuck you, yeah. man. <laughs> you raped my childhood. Yeah. Rapist. Rapist. <laughs> God. Yeah. Like, do you think like someone yelled rape and a, a cop really looked over point. and they saw right, Jake Lloyd? They just feel like, ah, no. <laughs> God, yeah, but, uh, well, we got off topic. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, Force Awakens, really uh, going to be seen as a success in history or a failure? Success or failure? Force Awakens? Yeah. Oh, success. Absolutely success. Okay. Success. Success. 
definitely a success yeah like it it revitalized star wars like that era between the prequels and force awakens people were like oh man love star wars but they would always have to tag it with but the prequels man i love how you're talking the most and you're the guy who's not on camera (laughs) 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 we got our one word answer Uh, he's right though no he's right i mean clearly we talked about this the whole time but i definitely think it hit both ends of the spectrum of we'll definitely have a podcast version of this (laughs) you know (laughs) definitely hit both ends of the spectrum where it was these are the things you love and want to see again and these are the new things we're going to introduce and here's the cliffhangers and new storylines yeah we're going to continue with yeah i thought it was exactly done so well yeah i think all right i just figured out how i'm gonna edit this so then (laughs) andy gets the fuck Alex it's, gets it's okay. out of time. <laughs> <sighs> but I'm so glad that we're in I'm like a so Star Wars. I'm so sorry. World. Feel the feel okay. the force. All right. Um things just got really warm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your hands are so warm. Um but uh all right, I will say this about the Force Awakens. We will see. We will see. You know? That's yeah. the truest statement I, we have made this whole time yeah. talking is we'll see. Watch 8 be like worse than and the, like Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Yeah. In the age yeah, of the internet, be. it's just like, well, it's the, you know, Everyone's we, we just want to be the first one to have an opinion. Uh-huh. You know, everything is about Rotten Tomatoes um, now uh-huh. and Rotten Tomatoes says, it, oh, it's this percent. Ah, okay, it sucks. It's 50%. People have way too many outlets now. Yeah. <laughs> So Not like every opinion needs to yeah. be expressed, but <laughs> it will be. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, but the Force Awakens, I'll say it will be a success if Ryan Johnson takes it in another direction. Yeah. And Colin Trevorrow I, is yeah. fired. And they answer <laughs> no, some goddamn questions. Yes. If they go the whole movie without being like, what happened to the Jedi school? What yeah. happened to this? Like all that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm looking forward to, I'm not going to watch. And we're looking the f- to the guy from Lost Anthony's, but anyways, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to watch a single trailer for episode eight. You say that now. I, I swear to God, I'm not going to do it. It was in front of my face and I just had no, to. No, I'm not going to do it. I got really good at, I didn't see the last cut of the Awakens trailer because oh, it would come okay. up on TV and I'd leave the room. Okay. So I, I try am to promising myself. That I'm not gonna watch a single trailer. My buddy, I try to do that with a lot of things. I don't know if I can do I've that. I've never with Star once Wars. tried to do it. This is the first time that it's like I've ever <laughs> had the impetus to say I don't want to see a single frame of this movie. Maybe I just can't say no. I don't know. I want to. <laughs> s- if you put it in front of me, I'll I'll be a. Part. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See. That's my promise to myself, and I'm glad we have it on audio and video. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I want to thank Anna Rose for being here, Rob thank Stevens, you. and uh, Alex Clay. Lean into the camera. Uh, Clay's. Clay's, whatever. <laughs> Who fucking cares? All right, I'm just kidding. No Alex, care. Alex, <laughs> what? Alex Clay's, right. and I care. He does. This is <laughs> yeah, last okay. name. This is God given name. God doesn't exist. The force exists. Well, now All you right. just left a whole nother <laughs> for conversation. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. God, the yes force or no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you'll you. probably agree, or I should say, for our podcast, you'll probably not agree. Well, it's the internet, so. <laughs>